The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Mobile Marketing Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're gonna take a long look at the small screen and discuss the biggest trend in marketing this millennium, mobile marketing. Each day this week, we're gonna publish an episode that discusses what you need to know about the technologies and tactics behind maximizing the impact of your mobile marketing strategies. With us today is Barry Nolan, who is the Chief Strategy Officer at Swerve, which is both a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast and a platform that enables brands to connect with their customers with relevant messages in real time, with live data, and at scale by combining messaging across channels like push, in-app messaging, email, SMS, and OTT. Okay, here's the first installment of Mobile Marketing Week, where Barry and I discuss moving towards a mobile-first mindset. Barry, welcome to Mobile Marketing Week on the MarTech Podcast. Ben, thank you so much. Really looking forward to our conversation. It's a pleasure to have you here. And let me just say, I appreciate you and your team being a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. We always appreciate your support. And I'm excited to talk to you about one of the biggest trends in marketing, not just today, but for the last 10, 15 years. Let's start off with a quick introduction so our listeners know who you are. Tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us a little bit about Swerve. Well, I'm Chief Strategy Officer for Swerve. I've been here for about five or six years. Actually, Swerve bought my previous startup, which does a lot of the in-app messaging within Swerve. I attended to stay for six months and five years later, I'm still here and enjoying it. And what I do at Swerve is I just work with a lot of our biggest customers and our biggest prospects and just help them figure out mobile because it's not just a tiny thing. It's not just a channel. It's a whole new way of thinking about how you connect, engage with your customers. So I spend much of my life sitting on a plane, staring at a window or in dark conference rooms at enterprises around the world. And I love doing that. So you've been doing mobile marketing for a long time. You built a company that was about in-app notifications. Help me understand the general landscape of mobile marketing. When you think of what mobile marketing is, how do you define it? A mistake for what to say what mobile marketing is, that it's push messaging or it's in-app messaging. It's actually just something entirely different. And it actually requires a completely different mindset in a sense. The reason why it's so important, as you've mentioned in your introduction, is that basically eight out of every 10 digital minutes are spent on mobile devices. The average customer spends three hours a day on their mobile phone. They have 119 apps. They use 40 regularly. 
And for many, many enterprises, it's not just their core way of connecting with customers, but actually it's reshaping lots of businesses, lots of customer experiences, and lots of business models. This month, the Harvard Business Review just published the front cover. And their front cover was the age of continuous connection. And it is all about this. It's all about the major shift that's underway, thanks primarily to mobile. And it's the fact that companies and brands and businesses are in a constant connection with customers. And what the hell do you do in that scenario? The last thing you probably do is what lots of bad brands do is blast people and spam them. It's basically how do you reimagine customer experiences and customer engagement around that constant connection with customers? So a lot of mobile marketing is just that. It's figuring out those opportunities. It's figuring out those new business models. It's figuring out how and when to engage. And to sum it all up is how to be relevant to customers. So one of the things that sticks out to me about mobile marketing is the actual notion of mobility. Computing, which is, let's call it a 25-year-old medium, and the idea of digital marketing started off with this very static landscape. You were sitting in front of a giant box with a screen, and you would go to websites, and maybe they would have banner ads, and there was partnerships, and your portal partnerships, and then all of a sudden we were freed whether it was the early flip phones or the rise of the iPhone, and now there's a huge competitive landscape, the notion that you can compute all around the world, you mentioned the age of continuous connection, that to me is the big mind shift, and it creates a totally different sense of context. How do you think of the shift and the dynamic difference between the way that digital marketing was created and started as a static landscape and now the ability for it to be omnipresent? That's the essence of it, that you have a direct consumer connection mindset. I mean, as you mentioned there, the birthplace for digital marketing was the PC, or more specifically, was the work PC that we had in our offices eight hours a day, Monday to Friday, and then we went home. And really, that's where the birth of digital marketing started. And it's actually where a lot of digital marketing is. And more appropriately, it's where the mindset is. And the mindset, you see it manifest in a number of ways. Because it's PC-based, it's very episodic engagement. You don't get much data. And when you don't get a lot of data, you don't know a lot about the customer. And when you don't know a lot about the customer, you start messaging in segments and you target broad segments. And really, you built your whole philosophy around the idea of campaigns, episodic campaigns. In May, we are going to do this campaign. Or we also have the notion of very defined customer journeys. So you see all these things like canvases or orchestration engines. And on day one, they shall sign up. On day five, after they open my second onboarding email, thou shalt convert forever. I wish that was how it worked. Yeah, you know what I mean? And really, this is the marketers or the brand guys or the broke guys. This is their perfect manifestation of a perfect customer journey, where in reality, life is much messier than that. We're individuals. And we all have our own timescales and our own agendas. And that really is the essence of the difference of what mobile is. The shift to mobile, we can enable frequent, low friction, of highly relevant customer interaction. And really, if you go back to the Harvard Business Review article, the idea of continuous connections, in those two words, it unlocks what the heart of mobile marketing is. And it's the difference that you sort of alluded to in your question. First is continuous. In mobile and in digital, you have a constant real-time stream of data from customer to company. And that could be what I'm doing in the app, and also it could be where I am or what I'm doing in the context you know, of that. And, and it's real-time. 
So if the company can set up to understand this user in real time, you unlock so many opportunities. And what you're really trying to do is identify or anticipate need. So a company needs to be able to receive information constantly from its customers so it doesn't miss the right moment to interact. And then the second thing is continuous connection, is the ability to connect with that individual in that moment. All of this, that's a very long-winded way of saying the key to mobile marketing is relevance and the key to really good mobile marketing is real-time relevance. Here's the thing that I like the most about what you're saying is that your shift towards mobile marketing is not just taking opportunity to be able to blast people with messaging all of the time, whether it's appropriate or inappropriate. The notion of context and using the data and the signal that you can get from these new devices that we have, which understand what somebody's interactions are, where they are. There's lots of different signals that we can get to appropriately serve our customers. But that is a mindset shift for most brands. When you're talking to companies about how to go from we build a website, we send emails every three to four days until somebody comes in, and then we constantly hammer them over the head with our digital advertising presence until they convert, we're just going to advertise them into submission. It's an effective way, but maybe not the most customer-friendly way to build relationships and customer lifetime value. Talk to me about how you advise companies to move away from that constant hammering with impressions to something that's appropriate. I think a lot of companies are getting it, and they're getting it for a reason. It is because their existing campaigns are absolutely close to miserable in terms of performance. They get about a 1% engagement. And that's good. That's terrible, right? <laughs> the truth is most people with a 1% engagement on an advertising campaign are doubling down. Yeah, on an advertising campaign, absolutely. That is a very different thing from, say, an airline speaking to you, and if they're continually hammering you, and only 1% of users are engaging with that. Effectively, if you look at it the other way, 99% of people of your customers are ignoring you. And actually, the more you message them in that way, your marketing becomes almost like a training algorithm to ignore you even further. I see it all the time in my stuff, you know, in my stream. I kind of tune it out because it's irrelevant. I've kind of been trained to do that. And we just see that in the numbers. So going back to your question, the first thing you do with a company is you go and you look at the numbers and you can see, okay, you can understand what the problem is. Everybody in this industry, you can sell features and functions. You can sell different whizzy ways for doing it or different ways to articulate it. What we do at Swerve is just to understand what the challenges are and deliver value. And delivering value means you have to change up your thinking. I mean, the technology is there. It's not a technology question. It's a question of thought process and thinking about it and being different. So can you give me an example of the change in mind shift that one of your customers is going through? So one of our customers is an airline called Ryanair. You might be less familiar with them in the US. They're like the Southwest of Europe. I've flown Ryanair before. And did you have a good experience? I got from point A to point B, and it was a relatively inexpensive flight. They're a fascinating company, and they do that then 140 million times a year mm -hmm. to get people from A to B with good experience, always on time, and incredible low price. And interesting, their business model is essentially to break even on flights. They make their profit on ancillary which leads into what I'm going to articulate as an example, just to show the difference in mindset. So Ryanair have a key program. They are now obsessive about customer satisfaction, and they have invested so much in both technology and people and attitudes and training is to basically have the best experience on a Ryanair flight. And historically, how every airline does this is 
you would fly from London to Paris on a Ryanair flight. And a few days later, you would get an email saying, hey, Ben, how was your flight? And today, about under 1% of people open or respond to those emails. And typically, these are people who may not have had the best experience. The golf clubs might have been lost or a flight was delayed. And with only 1% of people reporting days later, you don't get good data. So what Ryanair Challenge, so we're inside the Ryanair apps and we do lots of fascinating stuff with them. They're one of our most interesting clients. They really push us so hard. But their challenge was, you know, hey, Barry, when I step out of an Uber and I'm on the street, the first thing you get is a notification from Uber, read your driver. We want to do that when people land. We want them, as soon as that flight lands, as soon as they flip off flight boat on the runway or on the Bravo taxiway, how was your Ryanair flight? And that's what we instrumented for them. Actually, it only took a couple of weeks. It's a super interesting, nerdy way of doing it. And one of the most pertinent, nerdy parts of that is when people turn off flight mode and they arrive at a foreign land, they don't have roaming or they're waiting about 20 seconds for internet access to come on. And those 20 seconds are super interesting in a mobile context because the battle we all have in mobile is attention. It's such a noisy medium. So when they flip off flight mode, Swerve is pre-cached an entire customer sat survey, pushed in an app, and it's triggered by a geofence. It's triggered by they've landed in that runway. That's a really useful use case for geo. And as soon as they flip off flight mode, they get a survey saying, hey, Ben, how was your flight to Paris? Uh, people open the notification and you have very quick in-app-based surveys. 70% of people fill out that survey, 70%. And that just shows the thinking, the mindset be different, be pertinent, be relevant, be in the moment, be frictionless, be super easy. And actually, in mobile, what you're trying to do is minimize the time to engage. You want to get a job done super quickly. And that whole survey lasts about 12 seconds, which is also super important because eight seconds after that, Instagram messages are coming in, WhatsApp messages coming in, calls from your wife, or your boss, etc. And no brand can compete with that noise. But that's the thought process. The job is get feedback from customers. What's the best way to approach that? And with a mobile mindset, Ryanair deliver about 70% of their users and give them real-time feedback. Based on what you're saying, I now think of mobile marketing very similarly to how I think about dating. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been dating. I've been married for roughly five years. But my strategy for dating was the right person, the right place at the right time. And if you don't have one of those three variables, it's not going to work out. You're asking a guy out of this market for a long time. <laughs> for two old married guys, not to call you old. I'm old. <laughs> Some people would argue with you it's a volume game. Yeah. Dating advice on the MarTech podcast. <laughs> I guess the question that I have for you, and let's call this the last question for today's episode, is when you're a marketer and you're thinking about your mindset, you might have a mobile website, you might have an app, you might be doing push notifications. How do you know if you're thinking in a mobile first mindset or if you're thinking in more of a traditional mindset? What's the difference between the two? The difference between the two is think about I have a continuous connection with a customer and how can I deliver experience using that continuous connection that delivers value to that customer? Let me give you one incredibly unsexy example industry, but it just really also articulates it. It's car insurance. Car insurance is you pay once a year, price always goes up, and you pay your 700 bucks or 500 bucks once a year. The revolution in car insurance, especially in Europe, is basically dynamic car insurance, and especially for younger drivers. So younger drivers in Europe really struggle to get insurance and pay for insurance. So using a mobile mindset and that continuous connection, you can reimagine business models. 
So what the insurance companies are doing is a very simple $5 dongle which connects to your car. And when that new driver is driving around, if they break the speed limit on that particular road, or if they're out after 10 p.m. at night, their insurances can be invalidated or get super expensive. So that continuous connection opens up so many opportunities in terms of to reimagine how they can profitably deliver insurance to that cohort of users, that cohort of young users. So that's really the mindset. Don't think about it as a channel. Don't think about it as a way to shrink my website and put it in an app. Or don't think about how to take my email campaigns and make them pushy. Think about how can I reimagine business models or how can I reimagine customer experiences? I flew to and from San Francisco last week. It took me three to four minutes to book a flight on a PC, and I was 34 hours on different planes. But in those 34 hours, what are the opportunities that that brand can be with me to either to enhance my experience, either to make money in terms of ancillary revenues, which are really good sales for me, or how to do things like get me to the gate so the plane leaves on time. So it's just thinking about this connection and what the opportunities it gives Not the obvious ones, but the ones to say to reimagine customer experiences, customer connections, and to deliver value to users. So if I had to summarize, you're saying the biggest difference between a traditional mindset and a mobile first mindset is not focusing on usability, user experience, getting your website to be crammed into the small screen. It's not the ability to have push notifications. It's thinking about your business model and your customers in a different way. It's thinking about how you can have access to them at any given point in time and when and how you should interject your brand into their lives. 100%. It's about anticipating in real time a person's need and then reaching out to them to solve said need and to reimagine those experiences. Okay. I think we're off to a flying start using a Ryanair metaphor there, and I'm excited (laughs) to continue the conversation. And tomorrow we're going to be talking about mobile notifications. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Barry Nolan, the Chief Strategy Officer at Swerve, for joining us. If you'd like to learn more of Barry's tips for building an effective mobile marketing strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we'll discuss Barry's guide to the appropriate use of mobile notifications. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Barry, you can find a link on his LinkedIn profile. You can send him a tweet where his handle is BarryNo, B-A-R-Y-N-O, Or you could visit his company's website, which is swerve.com, S-W-R-V-E.com. A couple of links in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, don't worry about it. Just head over to MarTech Pod, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, thanks for being a member of our community. We'd love to hear from you, so we created benjshap.com slash question, where you can send us your topic suggestions or marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P, on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to part two of our conversation with Barry Nolan, the chief strategy officer at Swerve, we're going to publish an episode every day during the rest of the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. Or if you'd prefer to have our content delivered to your inbox, we also have a once a week newsletter that summarizes all of our episodes. To subscribe, go to benjshap.com newsletter. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy.
Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.